Hey, everybody. The question of the day is sort of how, how, how deep is your healing, right? The ego will, will, will know. Oh, it's going to be, oh, I'm just going to go down to that one retreat. It's going to all happen. I'm going to come back and it'll be over. And egos are brilliant. Thank God for egos or defense mechanisms. Otherwise, God knows. Um, but you won't know. You won't know. You won't know at all. And that's okay because you don't know how deep the wound is or the healing that is required. And the shamans won't tell you. This is one of the things about the shamans. The shamans in these ceremonies see a lot. They see an awful amount. But they're not in a position to tell you anything. You have to relive the circumstances. You have to get there with your own psyche. <clears throat> you will wander through the past and the future. You will re-experience what needs to be re-experienced in the past and perhaps have glimpses of the future. I think the glimpses of the future makes it easier to get through it all. I think had I not have known, had little tiny glimpses of what would happen later, and they're very, you know, vague glimpses, it would have been more difficult to have gone through everything. And I still don't really know. I just have a glimpses of what's coming down the pike. So <clears throat> you won't know how deep the medicine needs to go, how much needs to be dissolved. And your timeline will be completely off. <laughs> I laugh because I laugh at the nervousness of how crazy and naive I was on embarking upon this journey. We all like things, and naturally, we like things to be neat and ordered, and we need like Uber. We know it's going to arrive at a certain time, we can check our phones and see wh where it is. We need to know that's something that very important to us, very important to, to survive, right? Is it going to rain tomorrow? Is it not? Look at the statistics, right? It helps us navigate. In this medicine, <clears throat> it's free falling. There is no schedule. It's all intuition and um, nature which we've barely mastered. So when you're going into these healing modalities, um, <clears throat> you have to kind of give up schedule and knowing. Now the shaman might say to you, listen, a simple thing like, there's a lot to fix. <laughs> it's kind of like vague. Yeah, yeah, you know, but they never, they're not going to sit down like, you know, the doctor and bring out a piece of paper and a pencil or whatever or a pen and go, listen, this is what's going on in your right tibular and that's what's blah, blah, blah. They won't tell you. They don't, they don't. That's not how they work. It's a different cosmovision. Um, they will know that when they take the, the, the ayahuasca, it's a diagnostic, you know, they will see through the medicine where the injury is, 
but how long it'll take to heal or, you know, how it's going to work. Nah, you're not going to get any of that. And if you do, it's a con job because you, they, they don't talk about it. It's not inside their cosmic vision. Their way they work is very specific to them. Which is why a lot of people, you know, and understandably so, if you've, you're brought up in a very kind of, you know, transparent, I don't know about transparent, but let's just say transparent for the sake of anything else. And, you know, coded, logical, sort of Excel sheet world, you know, it's very difficult to go into a world where you don't have answers. You don't have sort of detailed <coughs> explanations of what's going on. It's in the realm of consciousness, in the realm of other worlds. It's in the realm of, again, dreams, visions, physical um, work that happens in ceremony. How deep is the healing? Um, <coughs> I keep thinking, ah, you know, this should do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to I have to laugh because it's out of nervous laughter and also just the ignorance of my own understanding of nature. Yeah, it's like I'm laughing at myself in a way. Um, <coughs> you can't you can't put it in a fishing net. You can't put a border around it. It's not how it works. And also, how deep will you go? You know, I think. You know, you might, you could go quite deep. Again, I don't know. All I know was that I was riddled with entities of darkness. From another lifetime, I don't know, from a, from this lifetime. I think it's predominantly from this lifetime <coughs> because I've asked, you know, I asked the shamans, listen, is this coming from some like, you know, 10 centuries ago? And like, no, it's it's here. However, I might have done something in some other life which is pretty, particularly pernicious. So <clears throat> you have to be comfortable in the I don't know mind. But there's something intuitive that knows, like, you know, like I, I knew when I had to go back down to the jungle. Like I was like, okay, I'm at this place. Uh, you feel it. It's an intuitive sensibility. <clears throat> And you go. And then you get more information and more downloads. You come back and then... And so it goes on. It literally is a metamorphosis. It's a total metamorphosis of your being. And also, how much are you allowing the medicine to work? I think it's very difficult to come back up the mountain when you're going down in a very slow avalanche. You may try to, you know, slip and slide your way up, but it's very difficult. Once the momentum has started, you're kind of on the way into the everything. <coughs> and you just keep going. Like Churchill said when in hell, just keep going. Um, you you do go into another world and the more you do the plants um, 
the more access, the more diluted that barrier becomes between this one and the other one, the easier the access, especially if the plants are within you. Also, what's interesting is in meditation, um, <coughs> there is more and more, I sense there's more and more feeling of the energetic field, right? As it's like, it's like, you know, a surgeon going through and that gets, it's gone through all your, your body and your fat and your, and it's at, it's at the bone, right? It's like, it's really dissolving this whole persona that you've built energetically. So because I didn't own, because it was, to me, it was such an overwhelm, the trauma was such a, and I got like literally smothered in these dark entities. Um, and I was actually never present. It's like, it's like, you know, you have a ship and you're like navigating and someone just throws you overboard and they take over your ship. And, and the terror keeps you out. That's what it feels like to me. It's like I have to sort of regain control of the ship. In the same way that I talk about eviction, you're kind of thrown out of your castle. And it's one of those like shock attacks, right? Where you're just like, again, having cups of tea. <laughs> and then suddenly you're surrounded by like a thousand demons. And imagine like those um, hell's angels, right? With guns and sawn off shotguns. And that's what the overwhelm is like and they just move into your system. And um, and you don't know, right? Because you've shut down, you've combed it out from them. And, but they're actually running the whole show, right? And, they, and, and you're just building this person that they need, right? To pretend it isn't really happening. What's interesting is that it gets very into, in the weeds. It's so interesting. So. The more you're cleared out, the more every action that happens out with you and in relation to the world becomes very poignant and has a big um, underlying meaning that, at, that in the realm of things just happening, if it's just raining down rocks all day, it's just, it's, you don't see all the rocks, there's millions of them, but in the medicine, as there's less raining of rocks, each rock, each interaction has a bigger meaning. It's so interesting, and that's how you're being shifted. Um, so there was, a, there was a particular story which has happened recently, and it's interesting how then we connect. So the more you're in the medicine, the more you have abilities to go into other dimensions. Don't ask me how or why, but it just happens because there's hundreds of them, right? There's no big deal. Uh, you know, we're literally, we're, you're, you're bounded by your material existence to other dimensions, also by your beliefs, etc. So it makes sense that the less, <clears throat> the less bounded you are to your material self by this constant cleansing, that the more connection you have to other universes. Now, I don't have it all the time. I'm not a medium. I don't have any of that shit. I don't have any of that. Blah. It's just hard earned having sat for so long and been connected to the medicine that I get little glimpses of stuff. And so recently I know someone who is married and um, lovely, lovely people. And I was 
in this dimension when I was asleep. And, it, and there's a difference between a dream and being in a different dimension. Very different, right? A dream is one thing, but actually being in this other dimension where there, it, there's, there's um, a reality to it that isn't the same as a dream. And in this dimension, I saw him and this woman in his arms, right? And uh, I thought, oh, how lovely. It's, it's oh, look, it's um, so-and-so and his wife. And suddenly the woman, you know, comes out of his arms and I see her face and it's not his wife. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, he's having an affair or something. Anyway, and I thought, well, why would the universe tell me that? Like, you know, again, everybody's life is their own. You know, I have no right to interfere in anyone's life, blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody is doing their, their journey, right? Why was it told to me? Um, and then a few days later, I get a call and this person tells me, oh, I was in this country and of course there were all these women and blah, blah, blah. And I was there with on this sort of, you know, 10 guys, you know, whoring it up, whatever. And there was this <coughs> urgency in his voice where he needed to see me. Com- completely out of the blue. And when I connected with him, I could sense this huge guilt. Like he needed me to, you know, to say it's okay, you know, to say, oh, because I'm, you know, I'm part of the, you know, I'm in the construction business, so it's all men and blah, blah. But I could see that he felt enormously, he was sort of bragging about what happened, but at the same time, he was enormously guilty. And I asked him like, well, if your wife did that how would you feel right I mean very non just non not, not judgmental but just like you know because I could see he was guilty and he said oh she would never do that I would never let her right? anyway but I forget all the morality and stuff around it doesn't really matter the fact is that <clears throat> it was a message and it was a teaching for me because I I live in the world of uh, construction and men etc etc you know they 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 all talk about all that stuff, right? And I'm all like, yeah, 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 great, fantastic. I never, I just accept it. I, I, you know, just accept it all. I'm like, yeah, whatever, great, you want to... But the, the my realisation was that, you know, I was actually agreeing to something that was really horrible in a way, right? It's very painful to be cheated on doesn't matter if it's a hooker or another person it's still right it's very and it's very painful for men and for women right it's very painful for the other person man or woman because the woman I mean his wife knew that they were all going on this big thing and I recognize it's the same thing as by by agreeing to it and going, oh, great, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing as denying divinity in a way, right? And the integrity of a relationship, the integrity of two people going to being together. And so because of my own trauma, and I bring it up because you'll see that events will happen that will be completely like, why? You know, like, this is weird. 
because it's actually bringing up something that affected you, right? So I was brought up and I was sexually abused as a child and sent out to be sexually abused. But here's the thing, it's not about the abuse, it's the fact that I had to accept the pain and the horror of that to accommodate the dark, right? And it's the same thing as him. It's telling me I have to accept that it's okay. You know, it's okay for men to do that, blah, blah, blah. When in fact, it isn't, right? Someone's suffering here. And it's like you have to silence your own divinity, which is what I learned early on, you know. It's accept, all this stuff is acceptable, right? Because you have no power to say this hurts or this is bad or this is wrong. So that whole teaching was anything that goes against the truest, purest version of you is injury, right? And I don't mean any kind of like big spiritual, it's not that. It's just, yeah, as two human beings with two souls who have committed to each other, when one person breaks you know, goes out, it goes out and does something and injures the other person. Well, that it's, you know, it's painful for that other person. It's painful for your wife to go out and cheat on you. It is painful for a man, no matter what the excuse is, because he's a guy, to go out and do the same thing, whoever it is with, I don't matter. So again, it's part of this fantastic, this, you know, the the medicine really getting into the weeds as you re-experience this new sort of transformative energetic realm that you're in, where for me, because I was so wiped out and I had to accept everything, you know, sexual abuse, uh, bullying, I mean, all the stuff that I had to keep underground to survive also meant that I had to abandon um, myself and my own soul. And I had to accept the horrific and the cruel and the unbearable. And it doesn't have to be in that magnitude of like horrific abuse, right? Or even if somebody is hurting you physically as a child or or in any way, you know, um, bruising your your soul I think when you've been cleansed by the medicine in this very big heart opening way you feel it like I had just we what we tend to do and that's most of the people in the medicine are dealing that I've been in are dealing with their heart being shut down and because you have to armor it up to accept the, the the shit that's going on to survive And I was so shut down, I just accepted it. I had to accept everything. And now in this sort of cleansed place where my heart is really sort of open, right? I can see the pain. I can feel the pain of his wife, right? I can feel the disingenuousness of bragging, of like, oh, you know, what a contest. When I know that he truly, he knows he's injured his wife and he loves, I mean, they both love each other enormously, right? This is about braggadocio and look what a man I am and all this bullshit, right? Whatever that is, yeah? 
So <clears throat> again, nothing to do with them. In other words, they're just you know external party, and you know, and it's their their issue. It's not mine. But for me, it was a teaching, and it was like, oh, I can feel her pain. You know, if somebody did that to me, I would also. <clears throat> actually, it did actually. This happened to me, right? So. I can finally say, feel that pain, the hurt of that. And I could hear it in his voice when he was telling me. There was all the bragging, but there was all this hurt, like he knew. Right? So, <clears throat> the medicine then, you know, you're going to see and feel things that you haven't seen and felt before in this in this kind of like metamorphosis, in this sort of caterpillar going to the butterfly, returning to your pure state, to the state of your heart being open and willing to feel everything. Right? That's part, everything that's happening in the transformation is part of the healing, every event that shows up in your life is part of the healing. It's part of the refusal of the dark. Oh, it's okay for him to go out and fuck everybody. And No, it's not. It's not okay. It's not okay because it hurts you. It hurts someone. Whether it's a guy or a woman, it's, it hurts somebody's soul. And when I grew up, that was just acceptable, Right? Women were allowed to just be like, you know, you could just run a fucking bulldozer over their soul. Nobody gave a shit. They had no power. They were just there used as chattel, really. I mean, that's where, you know, when I grew up, my parents grew up, right? So <clears throat> women had no value. And I'm sure it could be the same said for men. It doesn't really, you know, I'm just talking about my experience. I don't discriminate anyone. I'm just having my experience, right? So... And I say all of this because it has to do with your heart, which is the biggest organ that affects everything, right? It is your heart that is shackled. It is your heart that you armor up with. It is the heart that you bury. You can't experience love when your heart is shackled terrified right as again like sex sex is, a, is, is an act of love right embracing is an act of love it's the act of love it's a feeling of being loved which is the most powerful and if there's any bruising on that heart it's painful right so <clears throat> Again, for me, it's a reflection of having opened, been healed by the medicine. I can feel that pain. I can feel his pain, his guilt, his wanting me to accommodate it and make it okay. And I can feel the pain of his wife knowing but trying to pretend you know, that it didn't happen, right? Women do that. We like just say, oh, it's okay. But we suffer, right? So <clears throat> how, how, how deep does the healing go? 
very deep. You know, the more you open up, the more you feel. The more... The more things you're affected, right? That is actually your power. That your heart is completely open and willing to perceive very clearly what's going on. Right? In the same way you can perceive dark energy, you can perceive <coughs> people's intentions. There's one particular person where it's just like, I can feel the manipulation, the darkness, the game, right? Around that energy. And again, no shade. Everybody has, I have no right to interfere in anyone's life. I only have the right to say I, I can't be around that. That's all, right? My heart, your heart can feel the weight of that energy. Um, there was a shaman here doing some work with some people. There's one person in particular. And I wasn't, I was just helping her. I was just sitting by her, being the assistant, whatever. And she was doing some massage. And in that massage, this woman's energy just jumped out. And literally, I couldn't breathe for like a week. I was just like coughing. And, and, and the shaman just said, oh, but don't worry. It's her energy just came off onto you and into you. Uh, in a week, it'll be out of you. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I don't want this person's energy. Right. You become extraordinarily sensitive. Again, because all your defense mechanisms, you know, all your knight's armor has been removed. And so what's interesting is that the deeper you do go, the bigger the walls, Right? You get to the bone. You get to the, like, the... <clears throat> to that place where you just, like... It's raw within you. And again, because I was flooded with demons because of all the horror early on, I was never here. So if you're paralyzed by trauma... There's a lot of crust, there's a lot of gunk, right, that needs to be cleaned out for you to show up. But when you start showing up, you feel everything. It's a way of returning back to a truth that you've never known. I was just used to being in hell. I just got used to being trampled. I just got used to being stampeded. I just had a huge callous exterior which I had no knowledge of at all <coughs> it's a very different experience to live with your heart open and in that opening you just, you know, there's so much more information there, right? Is this how we originally all were before we were just like, you know, 
someone poured cement all over us. I don't, you know, it feels that way. It's like we're all rushing around. We're just like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very different experience. It's also very terrifying because you feel so exposed, right? The more you're willing to see, the more, certainly for me, the more darkness I've had to see within me. <coughs> the more the theater of terror becomes very powerful. But you're strengthening because the more you're willing to sit through, the more powerful you become. The more experience of this you're having, the more choice you have. And I'm talking clarity of choice not just choice for this because I'm just bumping against another situation. In trauma, you're like in a pinball machine. You're just being thrown from one thing to the other. In the healing, in the cleansing, there's a stillness of seeing. There was a wonderful quote by this woman I thought was really fantastic and some guy was talking about like oh you know we're all in the chase we're all in the game you know the men are going for this woman and that woman and blah 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 and I and she says something really interesting she goes the more you sit the more you sit in your power the right choice will come along and I that's something very interesting to me because in meditation when I stopped hemorrhaging energy, and by the way, I'm no expert, I just had the experience. After 13 and a half years of doing the meditation, I started with five minutes. After 45 minutes, it was, it was this incredible, grounding, powerful, centering. You really are in your power. You're not... When you're in trauma and you're in this sort of reactive phase, you're just being pulled like in a pinball machine, left, right, center. You're just everywhere. Fuel, for, certainly for me, it was fueled by terror. But once... <clears throat> the more you're able to sit through everything, it's like you are reclaiming this power. And what I see in this constant threat of the dark, which, you know, comes to me, is the attempt to distract and to hemorrhage power and for you not for you to be distracted to run off and go, I'm too dark, I don't want to see this, right? The more you sit in it and accept it and face it down and be terrified. It doesn't mean I'm not terrified. It doesn't mean I'm not scared. I get scared, but I'm not moving, right? the more power you, you get back. It's like the medicine is always testing you in that way. Are you stronger than that fear? Yes, you are. You don't, what, what can happen if you face that fear? Are you gonna die? Nothing ever dies, that's for certain. This world is in constant motion. So, again, how deep is the healing? 
I don't know. I wish I knew. But in the healing, all the surplus is removed. Right? In trauma, there's just like 10,000 things coming at you and it's just like, yeah. But the more you're present, the more you're, you're healed and cleansed, the more rooted you become. So you're not moving. You're not running around distraction. You're just saying, okay, let it, bring it, bring it on. Next, next, next. And then the surplus begins to fade. And the things that really are important to your transformation show up. Right? Your heart is opened. You're not sitting in a dungeon. You're not armoured up like a Russian nuke anymore. You're just, your heart is open and raw. That is your power. Your heart fully on. Bye.